I was I was at the start line aid station when you came in to start your fourth loop. Did you see me throwing up? I saw you throwing up and bawling <laughs> in, in, in that one dude's lap. I'm like, it's my husband. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I you wonder. I'm like, let's see. And then like, I turn around. Like, I'm talking to somebody. I turn back around. Like, all right, <laughs> bib number so so. I'm like, what the. F- Fuck! Like, did she just do a bump of blow off from dude's thigh? Cause like, she looks like a million bucks be bopping out of the fucking aid station. Yeah. Like, hmm, there's something different here. We'll test it. We'll test it. <laughs> When the time comes to yeah. test the we'll do yeah. Welcome to Running Beer and BSA Podcast, where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 29. Today, we're going to dive into uh, training for events where, when you live in a different part of the world. So, like us here in Ohio, trying to train out for something out west, um, or I would say the opposite, but that's probably easier if you live out there and you're having to run flat. Maybe. Not necessarily. Humidity is a Humidity. Well, fu- I saw I saw Erica Fiegel's is coming back from California or California, Colorado to, to do Burning River. She and is. that's the exact same thing she was she worried is. about. She's like, she's like, I don't know how many worry about humidity. And I guess the trails out there are like immaculate. They're yeah, they're buffed yeah. out. And she's track. like, she's like, there's no technical. I don't know how many survive like the rocks. I'm like, mm, it's Burning River. She's like, that's a lot of rocks. I'm like, that's weird to think about that those trails are so smooth. Sherpa John came down to Shawnee Hills area yeah. where Michael Owen's going to do his race. And uh, like last month, because his girlfriend was doing some kind of travel and shit, and he went for a run like 20 miles or something. He's like, there is no color advantage in Ohio. Holy crap. Like, really? The humidity just kicked his ass. And I was like, you know, there's a 50 miler that we're going to do out in November or whatever. He's yeah. like, fuck nope. that. Yeah, like, not happening. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> yeah. But if you guys can hear, there's a, there's more voices than Johnny and I hear uh, this evening. We are live at Zaftig Brewing Company. Thanks so much, Zaftig, for letting us record here. Um, I'm going to let our guests introduce themselves. So just tell a little bit about yourself and uh, why you're here. Travis, you're going to talk too. <laughs> so whoever wants to go first. My name is Jessica <laughs> Croissant. My favorite color is black. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I, I like drinking tequila. Yeah. Plug, plug your stuff though too. <laughs> um, I, I, um, I have a trail running film festival, the Burning River Film Festival that's yeah. in October. I am the only lady ultra running podcast host. And uh, my podcast is called the Sugar Stride Podcast. Nice. And, uh, and you should listen to it. And I have, run, I have a running club called Eat Clean, Run Dirty, where we like run around Cleveland and drink beer. Eat Clean, Run Dirty. Yeah. That's badass. That makes me wish I lived closer to Cleveland. I've done that run. It's nice. It's nice. nice. That is awesome. They run through a fountain, and then we drink beers afterwards. Yeah. That sounds like a good You're life. You're invited. You're invited. <laughs> Town hall, to town hall every other Monday. Really? <laughs> uh oh. I feel a vacation day on Monday coming up. <laughs> I'll go with you. A sick yeah. day, rather. Yeah. All right, Travis. I'm Travis Lloyd. You don't sound I have shit. a lot of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and I run. 
You run yeah, a little he runs. bit. I run <laughs> a little bit. So I can drink some beer. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we do. We'll uh, we'll have all their stuff in the show notes, so all of their uh, socials and then the podcast and that sort of thing, so you can catch up with there. Like I said, we are at Zaftig. So what's dehydrating us this evening? Uh, it's a little different for everyone. I think we all got something different. What did you guys get? I have the Alina Pale Ale. How do you like it? Give it a three out of five stars, John. We had it, uh, Chad and I had it, gosh, could be worse. Maybe a month and a half ago, and we both took a sip, and we're like, this tastes like dirty feet. It's not that good. Is it, <laughs> is it danky? I don't even know what to call it. No, it wasn't. It was, it was, I'm it's, not. it's florally. They use something. It's Do they have good. it in there? They use some sort of flower or something like that. I thought I read somewhere. Hmm. It had like some flour, so it tasted it tasted real real weird. It's not very good. Um, that's fine. Hazy Miss Daisy next. Yeah, yeah. Try out their New England. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm having the Hazy Miss Daisy, their New England IPA. Uh, what is what did Jessica? You Jessica, what are you what are you checking in on Untapped? What are you I'm drinking? I'm checking in on Untapped right now as we're talking. <laughs> the Worthington Wit. And it's getting a 2.25 for my <laughs> oh, man. In fact, I feel like Ouch. they should apologize to me <laughs> and my family for what they've done. And your descendants. Holy cow. <laughs> man. Now i got to read about this beer. <laughs> I feel real. I'm like, I, I really enjoy you know mine. And this is like anything else, it's good training. Yeah. It's a training <laughs> beer. It's training beer. What, are you, what are you drinking? The Hazy Miss Daisy. All right. Nice old New England IPA. Why well, stay... It's got a good uh, murkiness to it. Yeah. It's, it's hazy. It's, it's good. just enough citrus. It's not like it doesn't yeah, bite you on the uh, end. The Are Alina you guys on pale yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I stayed in my wheelhouse. Now I'm one with the A-crop black light. I don't have the H. Stout. Mm. Because they have it on nitro. So I got the nitro. So it adds a nice little smooth. I don't like that. I don't oh, like God. the mouthfeel of nitro. I love nitros. I like that creamy, almost flat kind of like taste. I can see that with the darker beers. Yeah. And then so like I also like like... Um, like if like a place has cask engines, I love those because I like that flat kind of like in almost room temperature kind of serving. Mm-hmm. I like that. So like yeah, this uh, this a crop is it's delicious. I gave it like a four something out of five. It looks dark That's and the mysterious. Nine percent ABV talking. <laughs> they've, got, they've got a barley wine out there that yeah, I'm excited guys, to try. This place, that's the one thing. This place does not fuck around. Like, their shit, their, their stuff starts ABV. at like 8%. It's high octane stuff here. Yeah. yeah they, they had, play. they had, what was the one he just called? Uh, the one we were talking about? They yeah. Had like, they had a 17 It was a 17 percent. Yeah, even this wheat beer is 7 17. Yeah. We're and not that, doing a beer mile over here, is what you're saying. We ended, we ended a 50K run here. Yeah. Two weeks, Two weeks ago. ago. That's when we were in Laurel. Yeah. yeah. We ended a 50K here, and it was a fucking train that, wreck. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the time we got here, people were like, you want some beer? I'm like, no, water, please. I got, I, got a, I got a beer, and I, I, I took, like, maybe four sips out of it. Like, it Couldn't technically it. was still full yeah. when I was done with it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, fuck it. I'm good. I'm all the way good. <laughs> so uh, that's what's dehydrating us. Um, we better just get right into the topic because there's going to be a lot of bullshitting on this one. I do have one question, of though. Of course you do. Well, not from me, from a listener. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a decision. You guys can chime in on this, too. He was coming up on someone at 5 a.m. during a run, so they were running in the neighborhood, came up at 5 a.m., and they had their headphones in, and he didn't know how he should handle it because it was a single female runner as he was running up behind her. He didn't know what the best thing to do was. You say on your left. I say on your and left. And if she's making herself vulnerable by not knowing her audible surroundings, 
it's her fucking problem. <laughs> there you go. That's straight from a female, yep. folks. <laughs> you heard like, it here. We didn't say it. That's <laughs> I, I yell on your left. Send no your liability what. issues yeah. to if they hear me, Jessica they hear me. If they have headphones in, they don't hear me. That's yeah. And it freak them the fuck out, then that's yeah. their problem. Yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you're worried about safety, then don't create a vulnerability by not hearing what's going on around you. It is weird, though, like being a guy. I, I do. I, I find myself getting more nervous. Yeah. Running up on a female than I do a guy because really? I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm totally. Going I had to a chick almost punch me. Yeah, because I'm like, because I mean, well, think about it. you. Oh, turn yeah, around, pastor, you I startled around, her. You see this <laughs> at, you. at five a.m. <laughs> I, mean, I want to punch it right now. <laughs> I mean, the odds of pepper spray getting used is fucking strong in my situation. Yeah. So I'm like, God damn it, here we go. So I, I catch myself. I, I I do like the fake cough. You know, the clearing the throat. Shuffle your feet. Maybe, maybe hawk an extra loogie. You don't have to do all that. You blow your say, nose. Yeah. yeah. Blow, blow a snot rocket out. On your left. Just stay, just uh, stay on your left. And I, that's and it. Like, I don't blow them to the side. I blow them forward to try to hit her on the thighs. She, she feels <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like that. But Bird just shit on me. No, ma'am. But if you're, if you're that close to her, <laughs> yeah, to like maybe, time that out, that's maybe that's, maybe why, that's why you're getting why. punched. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get some range on my snot rockets, man. I got some range. Yeah. I get like 10 feet. Too. I get all for sure. Yeah. Get that head tilt. Yeah. I think you're worrying too much. It's okay. You can just run up on chicks in the night. I don't know. That's <laughs> Cleveland. That's Cleveland. <laughs> it's different in the suburbs. They're a little bit no, scared. No, I, I'm in like Akron. Like I'm in the CVNP. Like you don't know what the fuck's out there. Like, <laughs> but like do just random news. Run. I'd, I'd rather like just make yourself known. That's it. And be like, hi, you know what I have a bigger problem with? Honestly, like out of all the encountering other runners, it's the person that runs past you that pretends like they don't see you. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about running like towards you, past you? Yeah, yeah. It's like the not acknowledging. I say hi to everybody. Yeah, the other day. I say hi, I give the nod. I know, right? I either like say hello or I like eye contact or like I smile. Sometimes I like peace hand. Like, but if they're like pretending like they don't see you because they're so fucking self conscious or yeah. something, or, yeah. or like I don't know what it is. But I here I am, everybody. like, spilling yeah. snack rackets, saying hi to people, and like they're just like, I don't I see feel bad you. for them because it's like on, they're not having a good time. Right. On that note, they're, not, I, they're missing the point yeah, of running. They're missing the whole point. I, I am, I am not, I'm not, those are people I'm not a, exercising. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not yeah. runners. And yeah, you they're not enjoying their clothes. Yeah. I'm not afraid to transition the wave to that number. Like if you don't wave at me soon enough. Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay, well, there you go then. Yeah. I usually do it. I, I, I high go. five strangers. Yeah. That's I'll like awesome. run across the street and fucking high five somebody. Uh, I'm, sure. c- I'm going up on yeah. a Monday. I, c- I come up on I'm people up on and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Well, oh, fuck you, Monday then. And that's just, that's yeah. literally how it is as they pass by. Like, okay, that's cool. It's like a four miler all on downtown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with Cleveland either. It's a good, we started at Town Hall, which is a pretty cool, cool. restaurant and bar. It's mm-hmm. like non GMO. But they have like awesome ass drinks and stuff. The manager there is an ultra runner. Okay. And we run four miles through the flats, through Public Square and the fountains, and across the like the bridge with the Guardians of Industry. It's a really nice like tour of Cleveland. That's cool. And I chalk the whole course, so I do early miles and then the regular miles. So you can get eight if you want to come meet at five. Otherwise, and then all of my runs have free beer. I don't do runs without free beer. So. So I'm just doing the math in my head. If the run starts at five, <laughs> that's, that's the run starts at six thirty. The normal run starts at six thirty. But if you want early miles, if I'm like go to five. Cleveland, man, I'm getting more than five. four miles yeah. there. Yeah, but the thing is, that means we're leaving the house at like you three. S- you said we. Oh yeah, because you're coming. I mean, I'm not even trying to. I got, I got a real job, man. Do you though? 
<laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I think one of my managers listens to this podcast, so yes, I have a very real job. I will I, never that, abuse my that, sick leave. That I did not leave early to go to a bar to set up a podcast today. Um, all right, get us started, John. All right, so we're going to talk about getting doing runs and like like Jessica is a good example right now. She is getting ready to partake in the U one hundred. Um, not that I had to ask her like 15 times what race she's getting ready to do, but it is the U100. Wait, what race is it? So it, it's it's interesting. What it's we want to talk about is <laughs> what we want to talk about is what she has done and what we've done and what people have done to get ready to go out to a race that is not only at altitude but also has some serious elevation change, and and, and how she's trained for it here in Ohio, going out to Utah and doing it. So with that being said. What have you done? <laughs> Bestow your infinite wisdom upon us. What would you say is like the most important thing that you've done so far to prep for that, that kind of thing? It's all the other races. Like it's all the experiences, right? Yeah. So like each with each like race that you do, you learn new things and you experience different things. Um, so like bringing that knowledge to it, I think like being smart about what you sign up for too. Like you can't, you know, like if you live in Florida and you sign up for the Georgia Death Race, you know, like, you got to know, like, shit's going to get weird for yeah. you out there. Yeah. It, so it actually brings, so the other person we have who's being semi-bashful until he gets enough of these soda pops in him, he'll start talking more, <laughs> is Travis. Yeah, two and barley wines, please. He's, he's talking about, he's talking about, he's going to go out and he's going to pace somebody out in our way. And like, U-Ray. U-Ray. Our way, U-Ray? U-Ray. It's U-Ray. U-Ray. Uray. Uray. We're all probably mispronouncing it. It's O-U-R-A-Y. The, the dudes out there like, I don't understand why people can't fucking see it. Colorado. Uray. So, so Uray. how long ago, the person who signed up for the race, how long ago did they ask you to pace them? He was actually supposed to be here, but unfortunately his flight left tonight, so yeah. he couldn't be here. So his, you got his pacer. Yeah. <laughs> so but how long ago, how long ago did he set up for you to pace? I don't know. I just met the guy. Okay. Like so, a couple months ago. and we It was it love off. at first sight with we, those guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was love at first sight. Romance. And I found out he was doing U-Ray solo, 100% solo. It's a 102-mile race in the in the San Juan Mountains and the Rockies. Yeah. And with 43,000 feet of gain, that's just gain, which yeah. is more than Hard Rock it's has. It's a 52-hour cutoff. Yeah. Hard Rock has 35,000 feet of gain. U-Ray has 43,000 feet of gain. So so the, so the reason I bring up the, the, the part about pacing specifically and kind of what you were talking about, yeah. like knowing what you're getting into – is I was on a I was on Facebook today and I was on a, a a different race is Facebook page, and a guy posted on there, hey, I'm signed up for the race, I'm coming out from Pennsylvania, I haven't set up any pacers yet. Does anyone want to pace me? And oh, I was shit. thinking, who the fuck signs up for that kind of brutal ass race and doesn't have like Patrick Crot, <laughs> doesn't have that kind of shit set up like yeah. like. You should probably like as soon as you sign, you should probably be like, hey, by the I way, would. bro, you know, I, I don't. You know yeah. what though? That's different because not everybody uses pacers and crew. Right. True. There's right. a lot of Lee people Connor that doesn't. go solo, and so you have to consider that too. Yep. Um, like, aside from that, like it's taken me a lot to realize, like you know, um, those moments that you saw me at Mohican. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> That'll probably be in the intro, so people might have already heard a little bit about that. It's important to let people help you. Yeah, yeah. But not everybody does that. And it doesn't make you less of a runner because you have a pacer. 
and it doesn't might make, make you, you more. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a hard thing. It's yeah. a hard thing to navigate. But um, so Patrick's kind of kamikaze. Yeah. So that's like, that's totally his style. Yeah. But like, I knew that I was signing up for you before you even went open. Yeah. When I heard Sean Blanton talking about that race in Utah, I knew that I wanted to be there, and I've never been to Utah, and I knew that I wanted to have him show me. Yeah. And how shortly after the decision did you start finding out who's going to be a pacer in that cat? I actually had no plan to have any pacers. I've had people really? reach out to me and ask me if they could help. Are you going to take, are you going to take any pacers in a crew? Yeah, I've got I've got three people that have offered to run with me, and I told them like I tell them like they can run whatever they want to run. But it sh- but she had the plan right to not have to it. So it. I think right. I think the the awareness is if you want it, yeah, you need to prepare for it. Especially yeah. when you're traveling somewhere to like Utah or some shit, or like when Dave Wells went out to great to, to California. It's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. people people have to spend money to head out yeah. here to be with yeah. you. So you can't you, wait till the last minute. No. Like, hey, by the way, hey, hey, I need a pacer. Can you catch a flight? Yeah. Hey, you want to drop six hundred bones on a flight? Yeah. You know, and time off from work and right. all that right. shit. Right. And then some other people, you know, like Burning Rivers coming up next weekend. So there's people sharing on the Burning River site. They're sharing stuff like, "Hey, can somebody pace me?" Like just a random stranger. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Ki- you killed our continuity. We're going to pretend the Burning River already happened because this episode comes out oh, next sorry. week. So <laughs> it's like one of those things where they're like, like not only are they're not asking their buddy. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking a random stranger to run with them. And you know what? That's weird. Like I, I, I would never do that. I no, think we've okay. actually. I think, Gosh, no. I, we'd have, you would know. Have we ever talked about that? I think we talked about that on podcast. So yeah. the importance of knowing your pacer and knowing your runner. Cause and like your pacer knowing you. Right. Right. Cause you're, you're, yeah, your patient might like no. You're totally, you're totally good, bro, and like not realize that. So no, he has me, like this issue, and he's getting ready to fall the fuck out, you know. And you know, like, what can you tolerate? What can't you tolerate? A perfect example of that that I had at Western States. I was pacing my friend Lauren, and we were around mile ninety, and there was a dude from Spain with a pacer that he picked up in California from a Facebook group. Yeah, and she had been with him the whole way since he picked her up at. What the like Forest Hill? Yeah, and she's bitching about her runner. She's telling me and Lauren like this guy is fucking crazy and like oh. he was really tired. You and were there, so she I let him there. take a nap. I heard the story. She let him take a nap in a pile of shit. He like slept in shit. Literally, oh. like he slept in somebody's poop, and they had poop on him. She let him do that like side of trail. He took a nap in poop. And then she's, like, bitching that he smells bad. And then she didn't want to run with him anymore. And that, like, we had to yell at her. I had to say, like, How have I not heard this story? This is a great story. responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You are the patient. What is he eating? Is he eating things? And she's like, I don't know. He has these weird packets from Spain. There's calories and shit, isn't there? He's eating these pills, (laughs) nutrition pills. Like, it's like. If you think about it, it's easy in, easy out, because it was already what's going out, right? If you don't know your pacer, they might let you sleep in shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, like so. I w- obviously, I wasn't with you when this was happening, yeah. but like you that story that literally made loops. Like, like <laughs> I heard that story. Like that's I, I'm, why I'm wondering why I haven't. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit! Wait a second. That literally, I that oh shit, oh shit. So, uh, you are you allowed trekking poles? Yes. Have you practiced with trek? Are you going to use trekking poles? I'm going to bring them. We practiced with them Have last week practiced? at Laurel. So I've used trekking poles twice. Okay. 
I used them at Orca's Island. Yeah. After the second loop. Yeah. And then I used them for maybe five miles at Laurel Highlands. Um, and I where just, we I all don't like them. we, we oh. all decided we hated trekking poles. Trek really? Now I've annoying. only used them twice as well. I yeah. used them to double cross the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And Laurel Highlands last week. The Grand Canyon they were great because the climbs were sustained. They were yeah. really long, six seven mile climbs yeah. where you're using them the whole time. But in a rolling situation where you're, they're just super annoying. Just got Especially Something in, to carry, and especially then especially at Laurel because it's super rocky. They kind of get tangled up. Yeah, like they they were more of a hindrance than yeah. they were. A I help. think too with trekking poles. So now you have your hands busy. And yeah, you got both and hands full. You are not eating anymore so you because can't drink. your hands are full, or you're, depending on how your water situation is. So I do bottles up front, me, so I can't yeah. drink. It messes with nutrition a little bit. The trekking poles, um, the things that it helped me with at at um, Orcas Island. Where when I was so fatigued and running along a ridge line, where I was falling asleep while running, the poles helped me from like keep from sudden death. Yeah. Like where I was gonna like yeah. fall a plus. off a mountain. They, they kind of did that for me, me in the Grand Canyon. Climbing. They kept me from falling off the cliff. So the reason I ask is because the only time I've ever done a race where like I the only time I've ever done a race where I'm like okay this is drastically outside of my comfort yeah. zone like different than what Ohio is I've only done one. And, and not only were trekking poles highly recommended, they were all, the race director almost required, required them. Required them. Yeah. It was like, yeah. don't be a dumb shit. Bring trekking poles. Is that a Candace Burt race? Yeah. Okay. And then when we get there, literally everyone had trekking poles. Like, I don't remember seeing someone without. So, but Jeff Browning just won hard rock with them. Yeah. So what I was going to say, though, is like, even if you want to go to a race out west where you're like, you should be using them or it's a good idea to be using them, it's a probably a pretty good idea, even though you might look pretty ridiculous, like running around like at high banks with trekking poles, which I did. Like, I'm like, I got to get used to them. This like, is I why just got to get yeah. used to them. You don't make fun of people at high banks because you don't know. Because you just don't yeah. know what they're getting ready to do. You don't know they what they're doing. Be, yeah, they don't they know what they're training be, for. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard not to because I'll admit, I, even I'm like, hee hee, oh, wait. Yeah. Like, <laughs> trekking poles yeah. at high banks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so yeah, there's times where I, like, I, was, I was training for that race out west. Like, I have trekking poles at like. I feel still Delaware using State them at Mohican. Right, right. And the, but then when I got out there out west, I'm like, oh my god, like this would have been fucking horrible were, to do. They were it's, a lifesaver in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. For me. It's better yeah. to have them and not need them. Yeah, than yeah. To yeah. Not yeah. Bring them. You know, they're yeah. how many ounces? Yeah, yeah I've you, got the the car, like the black diamond, carbon, carbon Z. Z. Yep. Yeah. They weigh nothing. It is just weird. Like you got to get your shoulder used to using them. Trap and, then, and, and your the triceps. Thing, yep. And then the other thing I found out that was really weird: the gripping, the grip. Like my hands, I was like, "Holy shit, my hand is." I wear smoked. bicycle gloves. I and uh, it sucks. I just saw like last week the proper way to really use the straps. Yeah. So that your hand is actually putting the weight down on the strap so that you're not gripping it per se. It's more gravity working. The it's whole a whole new kind of chafing there, too. Yeah. Hand yeah. chafing. So all that stuff, like, <laughs> even... I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you're not... Even if, even if you're, like, out east of your chain for stuff, it's still a good idea to be using it and kind of getting used to it. Well, that kind of goes with the uh, the first thing we kind of wanted to talk about was, like, tip for tips for flatlanders. So, like, training for elevation yeah. change yeah. and then, like, different terrain and then also, like, the altitude itself. So, like, being at altitude and running like that. Me, there's I'm, – I'm quiet in this conversation because I've done shit for any of this stuff. The most I've done is, like, when I went to Hawaii, it was just balls-ass hot. That's actually – It's uh, about the only thing that I've ever really dealt what, with. It's one of the 
things you can do as a flatlander is the heat acclimate. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Um, how humid it is. What do you do? The sauna training, which we've sauna talked training. about. Patrick is yeah. doing sauna training. He's doing, I'm only doing 40 miles of you, Ray. But who needs sauna training when you have Ohio and yeah, you can yeah. just wait till noon it. to go run? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's You're why I run late in, in the day yeah. when it's hot, when it's humid. Yep. And I've talked to uh, I've talked to people who's paced people, not ran, but paced people out at one th- uh, Badwater. Yeah. And even they were doing heat training where they were For putting sure. sweatsuits on, Wear literal sweatsuits, sweat yeah. and then going running at like 1.30 in the afternoon. That I'm started on. yesterday, didn't it? That's my plan yes. for you. I'm going to yeah. um, do heat training because I can't expose myself to elevation. Right. So in the last two weeks before the race, I'm going to do probably three runs a week where I'm going to wait till it's hot as hell out yeah. and wear pants and a sweatshirt. Um, I'm going to, like, roll up the windows closed. of my car <laughs> Look like and a mental turn health, the heater on. Look like a mental health patient out you're, there. You're basically inducing heat stroke. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm going to do that. So, And if you can't do, like, and that's, like, poor man's elevation training. Other things that are good is if you have access to a sauna. Yeah. But then also hot yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Or really hot yoga, that Bikram yoga where you're just like swimming in a pool of your own sweat. Like that is really good. Sounds delicious. Exposure to that heat. Yeah. That will really help you. Or, or, you know, another thing is getting anaerobic at like regular sea level, doing like high intensity interval stuff. Yeah. um, Is another thing that'll help you. So Jessica just said something. I'm going to break a lot of people's hearts. I'm going to just crush people right here, right now. Uh Uh-oh. Jessica just made a comment. You can't train for elevation. So all you people who went out and bought those goofy-ass fucking Bane masks. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're fucked. So You're fucked. I got bad news for you guys. That motherfucker ain't doing shit That's except for no. jam. Or that Dude. tent. Did you spend uh, the money on that tent? Oh, the parachute? The, no, there's like a tent that you the buy and you chamber. sleep in the tent. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've yeah. seen the parachute thing where people actually the run. Resist- yeah. yeah. So like, I've seen people running with the masks on. Like, bro, what are you doing? Parachute can do the resistance. Yeah, it would be yeah. good. Yeah, the parachute's a, a strength training thing. Dragging a tire is good. But, but yeah. what he's doing, there's like that's the for ma- strength, not for yeah. right. That's what I mean. I've seen people out like on trails using it, not like a like a not like Just a combine, down not a like trail. an NFL combine. Yeah, so like I've seen people with the mask out. Yeah, like like at the, at the Y. Well, good example. Like I saw some at the at the Y, and they were doing half of the one they yeah, were doing like was like totally made sense. They were on the stair. They were on like that that big ass stair machine. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the, yeah. the big one. Yeah. And that thing is great. Like if you're going somewhere that has like some serious elevation change and you need to work on climbing. Set that bitch on a high resistance oh, and yeah. walk on that thing for an hour. Yeah. Great. Hey, Great. that's smart. You with that mask on, you look like a fucking lunatic. Like, <laughs> that thing isn't doing anything for you. Like, it take not. it off and chill out. Like, that thing is just like a $47 drain. My friend Lee will, like, lock herself in a car and turn the heater on. Yeah, but Lee is not human. And roll the windows up. Lee's not human. And then she'll, like, sit in her car for half an hour until she starts becoming delirious. Like... Carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> She's huffing the fumes. Yeah. I know how to make I'm, my body stronger. I'm going to get high as fucking run. It's heat stroke. We should also mention Lee won GDR, right? No, no, no. She was third lady at GDR. Wait, what did she just win? Lee's won a ton of shit. She just won something she recently. She hurt, didn't she? Lee's won a ton of shit, yeah. but Lee most recently was out in Europe running a race in the mountains where they were evacuated. <laughs> God. She, with the hail? No, they were, um, it was Midic. So she was out with Tanya, Lee Connor. She's been on my show many times. Yeah. Uh, she was running Midic 
and there was like some kind of freak like storm in the Pyrenees and they evacuated her to some kind of weird mountain cottage where she was in this tiny cottage with like 40 dudes who didn't speak English. And it was just her. She was the only girl. And she could beat all their asses. Oh, hell yeah, she could. <laughs> like, I, I never want to fight Lee. Like, no. I would never, ever want to fight Lee. She would fuck me up. Like, I, and I know it. I just know. It's just like a given fact. So I'd, I'd wrestle her. And then she'd outrun I'd you. wrestle yeah. her. I'd wrestle her. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch you wrestle her. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're both into combat sports, though. It's different. But no, Lee is a Lee is a different. I guess a different human being. We're talking about like she is amazing. Um, talking about Flatlanders yes. like, doing stuff to train really well, and you know him, Nikhil. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you know Nikhil. Like Nikhil, Nikhil Shaw. Yeah, yeah good for him. He set up a, a fucking really cool program down at Alum Creek. Mount yeah, Flatlander. Mount Flatlander, man. So last year when I was getting ready for the race out west, I went to Mount Flatlander, and it's it's it's, it's what's Mount Flatlander? It's fucking dam. It's a dam. He, he so he, Alum Creek. He goes to the bottom reservoir area of Alum Creek Dam, and it's a super, super simple project. You do twenty minutes on stairs. You immediately transition to twenty minutes on hill repeats, and then you do twenty minutes of walking across these big ass rocks. And then boulder once you, hopping, boulder yeah, hopping, it's, and that's a basketball and, size. And rocks. I'm telling you, yeah. when you get done with that boulder hopping, I will honestly say, of those three things, I think the boulder hopping, is the hopping most. is the, is the most intense because like you will get done, you're like your glutes, like your side and everything, where you're working out core to balance on these boulders going across, and all this stuff. But then, so for every set of that, 20, 20, 20, it's supposed to simulate five miles of running, of flat flat land running. So if you need to do 10 miles, guess what? You're doing a second set. 15 miles, you're doing a third set. You just keep doing it for however many miles you were supposed to do that day. It's great on, like, I was doing it when I was supposed to do back-to-back days. Yeah, yeah. Like on Sundays. Second day. So yeah, it's your, back, yeah. your second day. So instead of doing On like tired a, legs. Yeah. So you'd, you'd have like a 50K in on, from your Saturday run, and instead and of doing like do a 20-miler, you go and do four hours on that. And I, boy, I'm telling you're, you what. It got you through Tahoe. Right, like, it got it got uh, Nikhil a UTMB got qualification. Nikhil, uh, so Nikhil, man, that dude deserves mad props because he he created some sadistic shit down there. <laughs> you know, so it's called it's called Mount Flatlander for Mount a reason. It, it will take you from like, oh, I run flat to negative Ghost Rider. I can I can do some I can do some <laughs> technical running and some some hill repeats now. It is an awesome program. And then if you really want to be a dick to yourself, you do like a mile out. Before on, the, on, the on that levy, and then do it, and then do a mile back as a cool down, and it's it's awesome. So like Nikhil, yeah. that's that's a cool we'll, program. We'll he put designed. the entire program in the show notes, so John will have to explain it to me again because I'm not listening to it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, is there anything? Well, I guess that kind of hits our terrain and the the altitude, and the elevation change. I guess we could wrap up into weather, unless there's more shit we want to talk about there. I, I don't have a ear. Well, mics. so. Is there anything we want to talk about, like weather, or you want? To, is there anything else Flatlander-wise before we go to Not weather? Flat, I wise, think that there is because we talked about it. elevation sure. training. Yeah. yeah, elevation training and strength training are totally different things. Oh yeah. And yeah. this Flatlander thing that you're talking about sounds like strength training. Yes. Yeah. And so I think that that's a thing that a lot of runners are missing is that the only thing they're doing is running. Yeah. You need to do strength training, and not only that, you need to like really train your stabilizer muscles. Yep. So like I lift weights. And I, like, do deadlifts, but I do single-leg deadlifts. Nice, yeah. Or I do this exercise every day called six-minute mountain legs. Yeah. Where it's, like, Developed lunges, like, pendulum lunges, yeah. like, step-ups and all this stuff like that, but it's single-leg. Like, and it really makes a huge difference. Yeah. And, 
you know, when you can't run up a mountain, you can simulate it through strength. Yeah. And yeah. that makes a big difference so that when you're in a race like Orcas Island, like doing that power line climb, it's like 40% grade for miles. Legs weren't my problem. Right, right. You know, like it's right. I can worry about calories and yeah. I can worry about the cold or whatever. And if you can take one thing off, if you can check yep. one thing off yep. that right. worry list. One thing you can kind of control being out here yeah. is that you can't, yeah. since we don't have the mountains out like here. Like, you, you can't control the altitude. Yeah, the sure. thing, you can take care of the strength really easy. Yeah. The only thing you can do for altitude is get there, like, three days before yeah. approximate and try or to more, acclimate. if possible. Or, more, yeah. or just slow down. Which is not yeah. possible for most yeah. of us. Yeah. It's too expensive. And then sometimes, you know what, man? As a flatlander, sometimes that fucking elevation just gets you, man. It is what it is. You'll get that I get pulmonary. I get nauseous. For whatever reason, I handle it okay. I mean, for the the bits I've been at, but I mean, I know people who's put in a fuck ton of work, and they go out there and they get that elevation, and it just kills them. It just it just doesn't work out for them. So, um, weather. You guys know Gary Robbins? Yeah, or at yeah. least yeah, yeah, know yeah. of him. I'm doing Wonderland next month. Of course, I've okay. seen oh, nice. Gary Robbins, nice. and he has okay. the FKT. So, so That's you, why I actually one of the reasons I. I volunteered to do yeah. to pace you, Ray, because it's four weeks before I do circumnavigate. Okay. Uh, explain. You should explain, Travis, what you're doing at Wonderland. Oh, so Wonderland, I'm circumnavigating Mount Rainier in three days. So it's okay. 93 miles in three days. So okay. when I found out Patrick was doing you, Ray, four weeks beforehand, I'm like, I can pace you 30 to 40 miles. It's a perfect training run at altitude yeah. with a lot of fucking vert. Yeah. Four weeks before I do... You know, Wonderland, so it's like fit perfectly in my training schedule. Needs and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's perfect, and um, and it's going to be even higher altitude than than Mount Rainier. So, um, how high is Rainier? Uh, Rainier where, you, where you'll be running at? So Rainier is has a low of like twenty five hundred feet above sea level, okay. and I think a peak of like six something. Okay, not very high. Yeah, where you Ray is the low is eight thousand, and the peak yeah. is thirteen six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, even at five, you mean you're flirting with yeah, that you're mile still, above. Yeah. I still, I felt it at Grayson. Yeah. When I did Grayson Highlands, it take the entire 50k takes place above 5,000, and it, you can tell. So, so one of the things here we'll talk about when we're talking about running events that are different environments than where you're at is, you know, you go out west and you're at the altitude, and like, fuck it, a thunderstorm's gonna come out of nowhere, or like, hail's gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Gary, I've heard in the past, and I, I, I went back, I tried to Google it, I tried to find it, but he had made that one comment once before where he was talking about um, if you stop, if you had to stop and stand dead still for 30 minutes, would you be comfortable? And if you say no, then you don't have enough gear packed. Yeah, yeah. And that's crazy as shit to think about because you get to think, well, man, that means I need this gear and I need that gear and I need this. And, like, when you look at Gary when he's running, that motherfucker does, man. He has, like, a small, like, Sherpa pack on. So, like like Wonderland, we're doing it self-supported. Like, when I did the Grand Canyon, it was self-supported. And Uray, I mean, it's there's aid stations, but... You need to be self-supported yeah. because you're going to experience four seasons. Yeah, yeah. And, like, in the Grand Canyon, we had a low of 40 and a high of 95. Shit. Whoa. So, 
so mean, you need to have everything. Yeah. That was yeah. the day. We started out at 40 degrees, 95 in the daytime. It was a dry heat. <laughs> so it's the oven. Yeah. It's an oven. It's stick basically your, a stick your head in the oven. You, down, you don't. You can't tell from the rim. It looks all wide open, but you actually get into these box canyons that are only like twenty yards wide, and it's yeah. literally a convection oven. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be. You have to just have to be prepared for four seasons, and you have to be able to carry that. Yeah. Yep. And you have to be able to filter water. You have to be able, even like this race. Like you, Ray. There's eight stations, but there's. Eight miles between it's, eight stations. It's remote and rugged. And it's remote, and that eight miles could take you six hours. Yeah. Five hours. Yeah. Six hours. You, so the, the you need to be able to filter water. Yeah. 16 miles. The first eight Holy stations, shit. You 16 miles. Damn. So, like, you have Sean to Bland's have. Sean trying to kill me. <laughs> you have to have layers. You have to have storm a yep. storm shell. Yep. Like a Houdini or a helium. I wear a helium. Some yeah. races, it's a requirement. Most races are a requirement. Well, the filters are a requirement. Tahoe. A steam seal jacket is a requirement yep. for yep. a lot of races at, that at, are serious. At Ure, we have to carry a tea candle, a lighter, and a space blanket. So that oh, wow. yeah. what you do is you throw the space blanket over it and you light the tea candle yeah. inside yeah. so that it heats the inside of the, huh. of the space That polymer. Yeah. The Giver shit right there. Yeah, and we have, to, <laughs> we have to wear a spot tracker. You yep. know yep. you sign up for the right shit when you need <laughs> when you, that. When you need yeah. a spot tracker and a tea candle. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're fucked. I want to come yeah. with you. We're yeah. best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know at Tahoe we had to have spots and... Uh, and and she put on like she didn't make anything mandatory, but she made them double asterisk italicized capital font like you should have this and it was stuff like running pants, long sleeve shirts, like a Houdini. Like it was like it was like stuff. I'm like I don't even know what the fuck. Some of the like 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 the the the, the, the ultra like the yeah, survival yeah. straw. And like now, I know more about survival straws than I ever known in my life. Yeah, the life straw. The, 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 the life straw is okay, but the Sawyer Mini far surpasses it. So, it's, like, I, I I bought the life straw, and I'm like, this, and, and like, I I realized like I'm way into this race, and I'm like, I don't need this, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm still chuck it. Well, I was like, fuck, it, I'm still going to try it. And I got to bust that <laughs> bust that thing out, and you Drink have your beer through it. You have to suck. The, the flow is terrible. The flow is horrible. Like the amount of suck you have to do. Almost gives you a headache. Yeah, just yeah. Trying to, so like, you're like, this that's is a insane. common complaint with Life Straw. Yeah. The the way to go is the Sawyer Mini. You can actually use it in line with a bladder. That's that's what a lot of other people had. Um, and the flow is pretty decent. I we filtered all weekend last weekend at Laurel Highlands or two weekends ago at Laurel Highlands, and it was actually the first time I've had to use it. I've always had it with me. Uh, I'll do a five of that barley wine. We're getting a. Refill. Yeah, this this is a refill break. We're taking a we refill don't, break. We don't edit shit out of this. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny literally just Johnny R is going to get. Yeah, um, he literally just p- turned his mic beers. off and walked <laughs> away. <laughs> At least your dude, you just called that dude over when I'm you like, needed another one. I, I went like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave him the look. You gave him like, the look. Deal with this. It's funny you guys start with those live straws because we're gave his number too. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to. I fly out to Alaska on Thursday, yeah. and we're going to be see in like uh, inland. Yeah, so we're gonna. I'm doing just a marathon out in Juneau, but then we're staying in Denali for a little Juneau. bit. Oh yeah, how yeah. is it? It's fucking gorgeous. Is it? I'm, go to, uh, I'm super go to, excited. Um, uh, there's a big glacier there. The Mendenhall, the Mendenhall or yeah, yeah. We've already got like a whale watching tour, like all that shit yeah, that you would Mendenhall. get with that. So what yeah. are you bringing to um, Alaska? Maybe I can help you with this. It's literally a road marathon, so it's okay. not a. I'm <laughs> it's just I, 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 I talk to people every day going to Alaska. Lose. Yeah. yeah. 
but I'm, but I'm excited. So we're going out to Dolly. We just, we, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I wonder. I said get a five ounce. That does not look like five. Is this five? Jessica, I don't, I don't like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't do it. Let us know what you want, Jessica. That is, I don't know. I just said give me a barley wine. That's what they gave me. So he gave you the 10. All right, so you're cool. big boy. Well, big boy. I'm going to order some tacos, too. Uh, but, yeah, you guys were talking about that straw. I had looked into to getting one of those, but we're only doing some simple day hikes, so I'm like, we're not going to be out there you won't need it. long enough that we'd have to if worry about that. If you get a we'll water filter, water. this your mini. Okay. So the cool thing is if you ever go somewhere where they say you have to get one, I hate to, I hate to do this to stores, but, do hey, it. they made the policy, so <laughs> REI. Like, I bought mine, and took it out to Tahoe <laughs> and and like I'm like motherfucker like I'm never going to use this thing again and I took it back to Aria I'm like hey man like he doesn't I, know I don't need this he doesn't know he doesn't know Jessica works for REI. I manage an REI. Oh. <laughs> the REI, the REI, She's the REI. like, that is not our policy. No, no, actually, let's it talk is. about this. So it is, it is. Our, it is the policy. And, and, and the REI guy's like, dude, you've never once returned anything. He's like, you've brought some stuff in to like change out like colors or like sizes. He's like, yeah, that's not a problem at all, bro. I'm like, not so a problem. It's part of my witness protection program. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but I um, am a manager at REI. Yeah. And Cleveland. Cleveland. The and land. I wear a green vest sometimes. <laughs> and the policy there is one year, no questions asked. Um, so if you buy a Sawyer Mini and you use it... the to fuck wherever it is and then you're done and you return it like it's cool no questions asked yeah. like Even unparalleled customer service then, it does not matter and then why like I said, so I like I said I did try the life straw I didn't try like someone had theirs open and I'm like like so mine when I returned to REI was still in the packaging area thing like, it had just rode in the bottom of my pack the entire time I'm like I will never ever because I'm never going to do that race again because it <laughs> fucking annihilated you hated that. Yeah. I hated it I hated it <laughs> Hated it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so to clarify, <laughs> hated it. Just, just once more, but yeah. Uh, no, I will do another one of our races. Like I am, like kind of smitten by Moab. Moab. Your seat, the Moab, the big one, the yeah. two two forty or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a two thirty eight to be exact, but yeah, two forty. It looks. Cool. I mean, have you ever been out there? To Moab, I have not. Because that's where my race is. Yeah, yeah. Like, it looks really pretty. I'm excited. You might be. You might be in the right state of mind to remember like five minutes of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna go out there with a the recorder again. Hopefully, this one will have a better ending than the last one. Just, dude, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I really went. I. There's a part of me that wish I would have been a little inappropriate and recorded you at the aid station. I wish somebody did. It like, was amazing. Well, you told like, me that story. That was the best podcast I've ever heard. Because we came back, we talked about it the next week on ours, and he was like, but dude. But I stopped recording You've it, listened to it? And there's no, two, I've li- well, there's I haven't, I haven't moments, heard hers yet. All right, it's fantastic. It's on, my, it's on my listens. It's the yeah, moment at the covered bridge where I yeah. was with Rick, and Rick had to hold my hand while the nurses took a kitchen knife to my blisters. Yes, kitchen knife. That's gangster. And then I fucking went on, and then the other moment was the moment you witnessed. It was awesome. It was awesome. And then I stopped recording. It was it was weird, like like as much like misery and pain as you was in. It was also like this very like quote unquote beautiful moment of like ultra yeah. of like what ultra running yeah. is. I'm like, 
That is awesome, man. Like, like if there was a, like, a movie know, trailer that would depict what yeah, Ultra Runner is. Like, like that's it right there. Like, yeah, right. That's it right there. Like, I'm like, that's good shit. Like, <laughs> she's miserable she as fuck. And it, but yeah, like the amount of recovery, I'm like, that's that's fucking you and Erico uh, Wooster, mm-hmm. who's not Erico Guy, Wooster nah, now. Yeah, uh, no, is Wooster now. Was Geiger is now Wooster. Yes. I can't keep it straight. Yeah. Well, I heard the whole thing took like 60 seconds. Like the whole thing took very quick. Like I wasn't there that long is what my friends told me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long I was there. You were there for more than 60 seconds. You were there for, I mean, you weren't there long, like maybe less than five minutes. But Erica, Erica walked in literally asleep on her feet, like asleep. Like she went to sit down and fell asleep before she sat down. Wow. And then someone brought her over. Uh, I got to give her her buckle. Someone brought over caffeine pills and like, I'm not 100% sure of the legalities of it, but basically, like, slid them into her mouth. <laughs> While she's, like, sleeping. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, You she's enjoy like, this. Up. Let's fucking get it. It was out. And I'm like, <laughs> that's strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was... It and was she awful. made up time, too, is what you're she saying, right? She gained time. Yeah. Like, she left... She left with... Or she came in with less than... Less than two minutes before cutoff. That's when she came into the aid station. Like, they were getting ready to shut the aid station down. So she's two minutes in front of cutoff, and then ended, ended up finishing twenty five minutes in front of cutoff. That's awesome. Like it was, it was gang. Like you and her, I was like, I was like, I could sit and watch this aid station all night long. Like, this is fucking. <laughs> this is like a fucking. Dude, I, was, so I was at. I was finish line aid station. Yeah. And r- shortly before Erica came in, I was working at her. I was working Jessica's aid station. She was running. Yeah. And well, I think you were done at that point. And <laughs> the lady who was handing out buckles like. You're working the A station? I'm like, yeah. She's like, can you hand out buckles? I got to go. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell and yeah, so, And then, like, Eric was, like, the next person that came That's in. That's awesome. And she's, yeah. like, one of my first trail running friends. Yeah. Like, she's, like, one of the first people I've met trail running. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. Yeah. And so it was super cool to give her her first. She's done 100 before, but it was a timed race. Yeah. And so it was the, really cool to give her I didn't her know first. that was her first 100. It was her first, re- like, 100, 100. Right, yeah. right. You know? And so to give her to handle her buckle was cool. And then I also got to give Ron Ross his buckle, which is his 23rd Mo buckle. Damn. And last of the Mohicans. Yeah. So I got to give him his. That's that awesome. was super cool. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I've never been at the finish line of, an, of 100. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool to see that. Yeah. Watch these people come in. Just, just. Do you have anything back on topic? Yeah, we should get back on topic. <clears throat> weather. <laughs> weather. Hence the BS, the weather. Weather. Yeah, weather. Like, like, I mean. Weather's probably the only thing that I have messed with. Yeah. Because trying to do all these 50 states, like, yeah. just kind of just oh, going all over the wherever. Yeah. Because I was planning, so I didn't realize Juno was, like, high humidity as well. Because it has, like, that it's rainforest. Jungle, it's like, rainforest. Yeah, it has, yeah. Has, has a rainforest right. it climate. It is rainforest. Totally yeah. rainforest. So I've been expecting, though, because the temperatures have been in, like, the upper 50s as the high. I've been expecting that. They're getting, like, a heat wave this week. It's going to be 76 race day. In the jungle. Shut the fuck In, up. in, in the, the jungle. jungle. It's Basically. literally, John, I mean, Dude. It's, it's all rainforest. I've been yeah. there. It's rainforest. Travis, he's going to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kayla, that's one thing Kayla will not go, let me do. Go, Kayla's like, we go this far, you can, you can fucking just walk. You can yeah. walk this marathon. We're not coming back it's to Alaska anytime soon. Motherfucker, I'll drag you. for your road marathon. It's like, I don't know, there's like 150 people in it. I think it's like when everybody finishes. That's the whole population yeah. of Juno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. The, the guy was super ecstatic when they hit 100 runners. He's like, we got 100. I'm like... Oh, shit. But it's 100 split between the marathon and the half marathon. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, okay. Nice. So I'm going to be by myself for a little bit on these roads. It's going to be beautiful, though. Yeah, it's, it's, an out and by, it's an out and back on Douglas Island is where it's at. God, that would be awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be... But, yeah, doing that and then, like, Hawaii was the same thing. Like, Hawaii, it starts at 5 a.m. Uh, near the airport in Maui, 
and it's like it's a little cool like raining the entire time and then you cross under this like bridge and the rain's gone the clouds are gone and it's 95 degrees at 8 a.m and you're like i'm very confused on what just fucking happened it was like two completely different half marathons and that that messed me up i don't do well with heat at all john knows this it's so weird being a Puerto Rican. You think you'd be able to handle that? No, shit. man. My people—they <laughs> moved north. What kind of weather um, are you expecting at you, Jesse? Yeah. The average temperature is 99 degrees. <laughs> Shut the fuck. So you're up. only dressing for one season. So let me talk yeah. about this. Okay? Fucking hot. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about. I don't understand why I associate. It's with a dry Lim. heat. <laughs> yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's let's bring this up again. Let's bring this up again. Let's talk about my friend Sean. Okay. So this is a first year race. Oh, it's going to be a hot Wait, mess. it is? Yes, it's a first-year race. Last year, he tried to have two people run it. One person quit because of the elevation. The other person ruptured their Achilles. Achilles. Oh! Was, were you, Nobody's ever wait, ran you, this. At the film you festival, you, you were giving away tickets for this. that. But yes. it was for this one, because yes. I put all of my tickets wanted, in this one. I, and I was so like, did I, and you so didn't I. get it? Yeah, well, I was like, I was like I've never done 100. A, Let's see what happens. Yeah, Sean gave me a registration to give away for this at the film festival. I put all my tickets in that one, too, because I'm like, you 100. Hells to the yeah! I'm like all because we were making fun of the dude who did like was it the Tennessee one that was like a month after yeah that was like a month after the film festival like who the fuck's gonna just I ran that I ran (laughs) that what kind of psychopath like oh a month out I'm putting my ticket in there you better be trained to fuck uh, or just a sadist month like time to taper yeah yeah Yeah. shut it down thanks man so all right so it's a hundred miles in Utah Moab it goes to twelve five twice. The lowest it goes is seven. There's bears and caribou and bighorn sheep and big cattle and rattlesnakes. Oh, God, and I'm so coyotes. jealous. Sounds like my kind of place. Sounds like an amazing place. I'm half chubbed up just talking about it. <laughs> Sean's already got reroutes planned for the possible electrical storms that are going to happen <laughs> in the mountains. It's almost completely exposed nuts. and above tree line. Oh. Um, the average temperature is 99 degrees. The first aid station isn't for 16 miles. Um, there's going to be a meteor shower at night while we're running. Shut that would be fuck awesome. Up. I would. How much Maximum is the race? Maximum adversity. Yeah. Like how much to sign up? Yeah. It's been sold out forever. Well, I know. 175 bucks, I think maybe. Dude, I would wow. Love 175 for that race. Just a meteor shower alone. There's a meteor shower that night. The start and finish is at an animal sanctuary, where they take Bear care sanctuary. of. No, it's so like, all it's off like a hungry. farm. Yeah. <laughs> it's How like, fast can you run? It's a farm where there's like one-legged ho- or horses with three legs kind of stuff. <laughs> one a one-legged, one-legged horse with three legs. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like it's like all right, abused, Jessica is cut off. abused animals. <laughs> so, so it has five legs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like abused that's, animals That's a penis. That's, like a, that's a penis. It's a sanctuary. <laughs> that's, that's its dick. <laughs> So we got, we got a, my friend Lee and I decided before Sean even put this race open that we were going to run it the second we heard Sean talking about it. Uh, I like to say I'm doing the run bum passport of races. Yeah, you should be, you need like a. Punch in the passport. A, a punch ticket. I'm doing all his races. Yeah. An ale trail book for. Yep. I've done a lot. I've done many of them, but none of yeah. it's none of it's crazy. A passport. Shit. Well, we're about to do GDR together. GDR. I've done Grayson. I've done Scotty Summit. Yeah. Quest. quest doing gotta, quest again this year but remind it's, me of the registration i will so <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where um and then too like how remote it is and like you never know with sean's aid station sometimes they don't have water 
Sometimes. No, they don't. <laughs> is, and I, That's so, great. Stupid question. Is that by water. Like, design or is that like, is he just. Uh, so his races are specifically scenic. Like he goes out of his way to make his races scenic. So you can't the get aid to stations the are, are remote. very remote. And okay. many, many of them, there's a couple of aid stations that have to be hiked in and they Horseback. The, the volunteers camp there and so when he runs out of water when an aid station runs out of water it doesn't have water it's not out of neglect on his part it's because out of like remoteness shit we're trying remote. to get you water but like the dudes are humping in like it's 50 because gallons it's of water yeah and he he requires you that you carry a, a filter he warns you he gives yeah, you a heads he, up you, you know you also knew Quest this was coming one. you Sky signed has, up for Sky it Summit has one where they have we, to camp we just hate ourselves and that's why we're it doing it seems this. to be the yeah. general consensus of us so it'd be cool so we're going out there it's like a group of friends and I it's me Lee Connor Martini Mike Rick Homan, Jim Van Orman. We're all seen in this cabin by the three-legged horses, and we're <laughs> gonna go fucking run this shit the in the meteor shower. Three-legged horses with one leg. And uh, I hope I survive. The That's buckle's awesome. pretty cool. Is it? Yeah. It's like copper and silver with like mountains and shit. Isn't like, like hand pounded? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Handmade, like. So like we'll hammer, find out. I don't know. Like I'll go anywhere Sean tells me to. So I hope I don't die. Like straight fangirl style. Yeah, so there it is. I hope I'm ready. Did you do? Have you done Chattanooga? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's What's up with like the repeating thing? I did the Chattanooga <laughs> 110, 12, 112 miles at Chattanooga. She did it last year. Because I right. got lost four times and got chased by wild dogs. And <laughs> ran out of water and. Uh, Was that your shoe situation too? Was that Chattanooga? Your shoes? Didn't you do something with your shoes? Mark Tichnell popped a bunch of my blisters and gave me a PVR. Maybe that's what I'm thinking mile, of. At mile, like, 85 or something. It was pretty cool. Anyway, like, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> you should, but I'm saying, all right, so, like, one, what I want to say to people listening is don't sign up for sure things all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Sign up for something that scares you a little bit oh, and that you're sure. passionate and excited about, too. Yeah. I am really excited to go share this time in the mountains with my friends. And I'm really excited to see Utah for the first time. But then also, like, the parts about, like, electrical storms and rattlesnakes and, like, ele- like I might just be barfing my guts out the whole time. I don't know. I've never been this high before. Yeah. So, like, that scares me. But, like, I'm going to for sure come back informed. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You will learn gonna, from it regardless. Oh, for sure. Whatever happens, It's always a learning experience. Oh, everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. The failure is one of the things that a lot of people are afraid of. We talked about it a shit ton of times. Like, don't not do something because you're afraid of failing. If you've it. never failed, you're not trying something. hard enough. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You're not pushing yourself. You're not yourself. pushing boundaries That's the main reason failed. to do something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Try to fail. Yeah. Keep pushing until you do fail. And then when you fail, just go do it again. Yeah. Exactly. And that's it. Like, that's sort of Orca's Island. Because of injury, Orcas Island happened to be um, my third 100-mile attempt. And yeah. I decided to Orcas Island. Like, that's a 27,000 feet, no pacers allowed race. Orcas doesn't allow pacers? No, no pacers. pacers allowed. That's a, how many, how many loops is that? Four really? loops. Four loops. They don't allow pacers in any of the races. Interesting. So, you know, like, it's, it's deep into the pool, yeah. right? Yeah. And, like, fucking... I made it to mile 70. This year, I'm going to finish and get a fucking killer whale tattoo. So nice. that's just I might come to you Orcas Island and throw you food get at you. You, didn't get you the, should. Or you didn't get the killer whale, like, with the big Tramp tail, stamp. like, red. The white and red. Tramp stamp whale. Like, just, just a whale tail. Just a whale tail. Just a whale tail. Just a whale tail. <laughs> right, right. Underwear. And then maybe, and then like maybe over, like, right below your kidneys on the hip, have, like, the whale's head popping up. Like, 
What's up? Free Willy. <laughs> With the three-legged horse right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, shit. All right. Was there anything weather-wise, anything else nah, weather-wise? I think weather's. I think another weather prep thing, too, is... is being prepped like uh, with the gear we kind of talked about it before yeah. but just making sure you have the shit you need yeah. when you need it yeah I'd like Storm to see I'd like to see something about weather hey I'm listening so like I'm gonna also try and get into Hellgate right and that is a David Horton race December 100k last year it started it starts at midnight and it was a blizzard so like where's that at Virginia you're interested. I see I'm that interested. fire in your eyes. <laughs> we, we've already got the Virginia picked out. Do you know about this man named David Horton? I do not. That's why, that's why I'm asking these questions. I, I got my OD. I, I got my... I, I want to go down and do OD. Old Dominion. Old Dominion? Yeah. Old school as fuck. That is old school as fuck. I like it. Well, Hellgate, you have to submit an application to s- see if you're worthy of running it and they have like a advisory board and they like review your application nice and then they assign bib numbers based on how they think you'll finish shut the and then oh, and then that's, that's, gonna, that's gonna be real fucked up when you get a yeah. high number like oh shit and then <laughs> they, like, your number's they, dnf they change it like throughout, like until the race, you might get an email saying, "Well, now you're number 93, oh, but shit. you were 62." Like, so oh, fuck based with on you. your ultra sign up results oh. from this past yeah. weekend. I just the saw you shit the bed. You <laughs> I saw you oh, shit the bed. That 50k motherfucker. Oh. And he accepts bribes. I, apparently, he likes cookies. And um, no, I'm yeah, all the way in love with this now. Hellgate. The race. The race starts at midnight. And it's 66.6 miles. Of course. And there's a 16-hour like, cutoff for this race, and it's hard as hell. And it's, you're hours. running the whole Ooh. thing no at night. Dude, man. I, it's I'll adversity. What, it's adversity is yeah. what it is. I mean, let's, let's, They're making you race that let's shit. Let's be honest. It's in December. Yeah. A 16-hour cutoff for 100K. on a 100K? On a, <laughs> a long 100K. A mountain. Right. On, on, on an easy like on a yeah. semi-easy right. This is a blizzard trail. at night. Right. You start I mean, at midnight, like, and it's like blizzarding, and it's like fucking adversity. You know what that forces you to do? It forces you to run at night, which a lot of people aren't comfortable with. Most right. people want to hit I did. Night. I started 100K at midnight once. Yeah, yeah. Most people, most people, at night. Yeah, most people, will, most people will track or hike or... Grindstone. I'm doing Grindstone this year. Yeah. That race starts at like 5 or 6 p.m., so you're going into the night. Yeah. yeah. So, but my point of it is, is that you never know. You never know how it's going to be on race day. You know, a couple of years ago at Grindstone, it rained the whole time. Yep. Or, you know, it could be humid as hell or it could be blizzarding or not blizzarding. So, like, my advice to people is get off the treadmill and get outside and run yes. no matter what. Run yeah. no matter what. Like, no matter the weather. There's so many training runs. I did this last winter where by mile one of the Mohican bike loop, my water was frozen. Yep. Like, and I kept going. I, I sprinkled rocktane powder on snow and, like, ate that shit. Snow cone. I had my contacts stick to my eyelids because they're yeah. frozen. Because oh. the race directors don't, they stop it. Right. You don't know what race day is going to be yeah. like, yeah. so train in all conditions. Yeah. Yeah. That's my advice Very on weather. That's, that's really good advice. Was there anything else that we missed? I don't think so. There's nothing we missed on ours. Did you have any additional notes you wanted to talk about? Oh, uh, let's see. On your napkin. On your napkin. On my napkin. Her ball um, one notes. of the strength training things that I, I do, hill repeats, pulling a tire. Lee Connor. There's a, there's a, there's a Lee, there's a Lee disciple right there. 
She is the, both the tire, devil and the I've angel on my shoulder. Pulled it. Yeah, but I have the tire. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Close enough. Also, uh, halfway there. I think too. So when you're talking about like doing a, you know, when we talk about doing a race somewhere else, basically is what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But more more than that, I think also at that same point, it's difficult race. Right? right, right, right. Because sure. we're going out west or we're going south, east or whatever to, like, increase the adversity. Yeah. So one of the things that you kind of have to change your mindset in your training and with these more difficult races, it's more about time on your feet. Mm-hmm. And that's something yeah. you hear a lot in ultra running. But in these more difficult races, it's so true that don't get so caught up and your friends are faster than you when you go on the Thursday night run. Don't get caught up on how your time was on your long run on Saturday or whatever. Like it's about time on your feet. So just the more you can do it, the better. Yeah. Um, I also like to do training races, but actually where I experiment with new and different weird things. Yeah. Um, and it gives you accountability. So train, sign up for a bunch of 50Ks or whatever leading up to one of these races to help you get ready and try out new things in those races. Um, it holds me accountable. That's what we need race directors just to reach out to us and give us free, uh, free yeah. admission to races. <clears throat> give for us training runs. Yeah. yeah, for training runs. For training runs. And, and we'll review the races. Yeah. You know, some, some race directors <laughs> want to do that. Some race directors have very difficult races, and they want to know what you think of them. Yeah. Wait. Hellgate, did I read somewhere where one of his rules is that you're not allowed to do a race report? It's possible. I could see that happening. I, I could wonder, see him having that rule. I could. I David think Horton. Hellgate has a rule that... That sounds like some Barkley shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think I was I Hellgate. Could, so. I could totally see that happening. Yeah. You're forbidden. Yeah, yeah. You are not allowed. And if you do do it, you'll <laughs> never, ever, come ever back. come back to one of my races. Yeah. No, Barkley's like that with GPS. You're not allowed to have GPS yeah. at Barkley. The other thing. The 50K or the, the marathons. Yeah. You just the have like the little Casio. I would say yeah. For Patrick and you for just pacing him for your A and, you know, for this Utah race or whatever, you should practice hiking. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't. I, walk, I frequently walk hills that I don't have to walk. Yeah. I just power hike them just to do Practice it. hiking. It's different muscles. For yeah. sure. And you need to work those. And and this is weird. As a matter of fact, Burf Barf taught me this. Walking and hiking will create different blisters, like, yes. like different muscles, right? It yes. also has different You're stress points. So it was weird. Like I came Your back. Your heel from, strike is different. Yeah, yeah. I came back. I came back from Tahoe, and I'm like, yeah, I've never had these blisters here. Because but you on, walk so much. But on the back of my right, right in front of my Achilles, right below my ankle, on on the outside of my left. On the inside of my left, on the inside of my right, and on the outside of my left. Perfect. Four. Boom, boom, boom. All of them almost the exact same size. The big, I mean, the motherfucker, they were like tennis balls, yeah. blisters. And I'm like, I don't know what they are. And like, I think it was Laura's like, well, that's that's because you walked a shit ton out there. And like, that's what that's from all the hiking. I'm like. It was rocky uh, too, wasn't it? Uh, fucking you once, river you rock. once told me it was like rocking on a, it was like a fucking. dry creek bed. <laughs> it, it was like a. Fuck ton of dry creek bed. Just a fucker. Yeah. Ta- that race is essentially, I think I've told, I've, I think I've said this before. Yeah. It is like taking, if you go to your house and you fill up your stairway, your stairwell with basketballs, softballs, soccer balls, footballs, and all that kind of shit, and then walk up and down it for like four fucking days. Sounds like Pennsylvania. <laughs> that is it. It sounds like Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. It is. 
So I'm curious, like, Fuck. talking about us all, like, seeking adversity and, like, going outside of Ohio and doing these other races, like, what what are you guys signed up for? Or, like, what are your future, not just signed up, but, like, adventures, too? Like, so, what are your plans coming up? So tonight? so mine, I'm kind of kicking around. I haven't, I'm not 100% committed to it, but I'm <laughs> pretty solid on it, is I'm kind of going the opposite direction. I want to go down to Old Dominion, which we were just talking about. Yeah. For two reasons. One, I love how fucking old school. It's historic. And like, it's like, it's like, those guys don't give a fuck. Like, there's no glitz, there's no glamour. It's the same family that's been Do putting it on for. horses still run that race? That, that family. It's the same family okay. that's been running it since the 70s. No, like actual horses. Four legged oh. ones. Oh, oh, oh. I th- yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so because. Like Vermont. Um, no, no, no. Old Dominion is Virginia. No, but like Vermont horses are running. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Old Dominion finishes on a horse track, too. Okay. Um, but I want to go down to that just because I want to see if I can get under 24 hours, which is yeah. the standard down there. Like like Old Dominion, if you don't get in in 24 hours. There's something wrong with you. They make fun of you. you. So 24 hours to 28 hours, the only finisher award you get for 24 to 28 hours is like a 1980s nylon, like shitty ass gym bag. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what they give you. You only get the buckle if you're you under 24. You don't get a buckle. Yeah. You get a buckle for 24 and less. That's it. That's cool. I love that. I love it. So that's that's kind of like, that's my thing. Yeah. And like, that's, I want to just see how fucked up I can get old school style. You know, that's cool. Like, I like I that. Know. That's we've fun, we've yeah. thrown around Devil's Backbone in Montana possibly yeah. for next year. We've thrown around that sounds <laughs> so delightfully it's a, it's a, it's a fifty miler on like basically the ridge of a mountain in Montana. It sits above ten thousand the entire time. There's one eight. It's at the turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> so twenty five miles out and then back. Sounds it's a awesome. it's a free race. The race director has dinner at his house the night before. Sweet. Like it's yeah. it's super low, but it's one of those things where you're just like, yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> Because it's gonna fucking suck. Right. Carry your bear spray and your water filtration, but so we've been doing it. It's always my birthday weekend, so it's like just makes it more of a and maybe Montana. We, maybe we will, yeah, Montana. Yeah, which is easy to get to no matter what. Yeah, like, there's no you can't you can't just no. fly into it's, it. Like, we well, looked at it. It's like it, it looks like it'd be easier to drive there. Yeah, than I don't, it I can't even think fly. of a city in Montana. Bozeman. Bozeman is the major the, city. The only reason I know that is because where we would possibly stay. Uh, we have they a friend have that airport. has, they have an they airport. Do. One of my friends has, or one of our family friends has a, like a big ass house out there. So like we would just rent his house from him and like use one of his trucks to get to the race. Cause it's probably like an hour and a half from Bozeman. Which is a weird thought. That is weird. It's a big ass state. There's a lot of money in Western Montana now cause they struck oil. Yeah. Travis, what do you have coming up? I have you ready this weekend. Uh, a month from that I have... The Wonderland Trail around Mount Rainier. I have Table Rock 50K in North Carolina and I've September. only heard great things about Table Rock. Yeah. You like to go... Southeast. Quote, unquote, shorter ultra races, but like, do them faster, right? Yeah. No, no, I don't do them. I don't do them fast. He's an adventure runner. We can, we can redefine the <laughs> definition of fast, I guess, well, with Travis. We could agree to disagree on the fast. <laughs> um... No, I like to go to scenic places, yeah. and I, I don't like running at night. I like to see what I I go to. I do this to see the planet, yeah. Which is why I don't like the longer races. So yeah. like 100k is the longest I've done. Um, Let me pause, which will go to tell you how fast he is when I say that you like to run them faster because the fact that he can do the 100k and still get to see the 100k <laughs> during right. the daylight hours. It's still daylight when <laughs> like, he's finished. I'm wrapping up 100k and it's like, oh, look at the beautiful moon. <laughs> like, this is awesome. It was dark when I finished. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And so I like to do scenic, shorter races. When I say shorter, I mean, you know, under... Shorter ultras. Yeah. Shorter ultras. I don't like running at night. Yeah. I don't. It's odd. I don't like running at night either. But here I am. I, I don't like yeah. running at Vomiting night. at three in the morning. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that little light bubble. I just yeah. like it... I want to see what I'm. I want to see where I'm going. That's why I GoPro it. That's why I video it. Yeah. Because, oftentimes, even though I can see, I'm looking at the ground so I don't break my face. So right. I have the GoPro there, and then when I watch it after the fact, it's like, oh man, I, look at that. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't. I didn't see any of that when I was running. You yeah. know, Across that mountain ridge. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I have Table Rock. What are we doing in November? Is, bad, is Bill's Badass in November? Bill's Badass. Last Bill's, one. Bill's yeah. Badass in November. That's a good local that we need to yeah. plug. We'll plug Because if people want to do it, it's sold out. Um, I might Never mind, motherfuckers. Pacing <laughs> slash crewing my buddy Scott Gayton at Oil Creek 100. That's in October. Yep. And December? I don't know if I have anything in December. Hellgate December. You should come do that with me. Maybe I'm doing Hellgate in September. I don't know. He's totally going to do it. Well, I might travel there. And yeah, <laughs> you're going to come. Just hang I, out. Well, I don't know about running anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hang out. I didn't write an essay. Don't you have to write an essay for that thing? You have to, you have to apply. I'm not applying. I'll apply for you. I'll apply myself to get there. That is so it. awesome. He makes you like kind of like, yeah. this is why I deserve to run I can just race. see that table, like people sitting around a table reading these applications. Yeah. What's funny is I have, the, I, I have this picture, like people like sitting in like these like, like self like bravado like I am uh, this year yeah, like, I have done this like, so instantly I have the, out and these guys are like, yeah like, and like, like the group of like people are like this motherfucker <laughs> oh, right I would not, just like that's one I, I think about what I like about this I don't know I like this group of like the scene I like yeah. the scene it's yeah. it's so like chill and the like community it's funny it's the community when you were earlier talking about lifting and everything, you're talking about doing deadlifts, it kind of like in my head sparked a minute. As I, one of the people I run with pretty regularly on the Saturdays or and or Sundays, it has, has been doing ultras since like the 80s. I mean, has just been around for fucking ever. And he has this like super deep background in like physical therapy and all this kind of shit. And we were talking about lifting and stuff like that. And it was this weird moment where you realize like, Man, as soon as I think I've done something like really badass, you meet someone who's totally yep. like all you gotta badass. do is look like to your left. You're like, huh? Yeah, stay humble. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Like it I'm keeps you humble for shit. sure. It is just a weird community, man. It is just a weird community. We're like, feel pretty we're good. We're badasses surrounded by batter Even asses. more batter yeah. asses. <laughs> That's like, what we like, talk about. We talk about here on our, the podcast. Is anytime we talk about shit, it's like, we talk about things we've done, but there are people that are far greater and oh, far sure. more knowledgeable. Sure. You just sure. listen to us because we just try to take whatever little bit of information they've provided us and try to like just spit it out to everybody yeah. else. I'm just read your what I've been told by the older, yeah. wiser ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This from a dude who's ran Tahoe 200. <laughs> Ran's a strong word. <laughs> I, mean, he I shuffled out on it. Power hike. Uh, Jen made sure your ass stayed out there. That's what happened. There's a lot of shuffling around Tahoe. All right. Well, we'll wrap up the topic. That was uh, training for the unknown. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Hopefully, you got something from today. Um, it was a good little time spending here at uh, Zaftig Brewery. So thanks again, Zaftig, for having us. Um, some local stuff. We want to say congratulations to those who finished the Ironman and Burning River because this would be out. After both of those things right have after, happened, though. yeah, right after. Right after. Yeah. I, I hope you uh, enjoy yeah. your time at the Cover Bridge Aid Station. Uh, we're making people who DNF uh, walk a plank. We have <laughs> it's a, a pirate theme. We have, we have a cannon. 
Wait, there's a covered bridge at Burning I, River, too? I'm the aid station captain for the covered bridge at Burning River. It's mile 82 and 87. Yeah. It's the hardest port part in the whole yeah. race. So, so if someone was yelling at you at that point, she was just talking to you for the last hour and, and a half. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of adversity. Yeah. We're going to be showing Pirates of the Caribbean and the Count of Monte Cristo oh, on the big awesome. screen. Nice. There's going to be a disco ball. There's going to be rum, pancakes, biscuits, and gravy. Uh, we're shit. going to have biscuits Jessica and gravy. Jessica has the most legit aid station. <laughs> I've never ran Burning River. I would be you there if it weren't in You should just come hang out of aid station. I, mean, I don't know. You I should guess. come to Covered Bridge. It's 82 and 87. So it's you'll need somebody like... The hardest part of the race. We're late, open... Late, like early right Sunday morning. We're open 3 p.m. to 6 a.m. It's a double aid station. Okay. It's where oh, the magic okay. happens. Yeah. There's a lot of fucked up shit that happens yeah. at that mid-80s yeah. It's where man. the magic happens. There's some fucked up shit goes down. Just shoot me. Yeah. You're okay, man. Get up. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm done. I want to be done. So, uh, congratulations <coughs> on making it through us. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this, congratulations. Last Way year, to go. Last year was the first yeah. year I, I took over the aid station. Yeah. And for the first time ever, nobody went and fucked up the loop. Nobody did the loop wrong. And nice. every year ever of that race, somebody did the loop wrong. All right. It's, a basic, it's not exactly, but it's the Bill's Badass loop that you have to do. And there's four creek crossings and... Is that is that also does Bill's badass in that loop? Is that the same one that's basically the back loop of uh, Run with Scissors? Yeah, you do you do that with Run with Scissors? Yeah. They're very very like way 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 out right, like way out. I've never done. I oh, only okay. have done the half marathon at Run with Scissors. So I don't okay. know the whole loop, but I think you are correct. I think that. Are we thinking about the same kind of place yeah. probably? Okay. Yes. Because that's the only place I can think of that would cross a creek. Yeah. Right, on that race. So well, there's a lot of bridle trail in this. Yeah. So there's no bridges. But um, so it's freaking it's a covered bridge, man. We had three people drop last year total, and that was it. And it's the lowest we've ever had in that whole race because people drop at covered bridge. Yeah. And you got to really be talked in to keep going at yeah. that point, man. You got to be like a lot of reasoning and psychological the, the games. The volunteers at the aid station are just incredible human beings. Yeah. Incredible humans, and so um, when people come through Cover Bridge, they're being helped by ultra runners that yeah. give shit. Everybody comes wearing their Burning River buckle, like you know, like it's it's awesome. It's, no. it's, I don't have a Burning River buckle, so I have to make it. I have to bring another one. It's long. <laughs> you have to wear, wear the wear the top. I'm not invited. <laughs> I wear my uh, my Prairie uh, Prairie Spirit 50K that I got out in Kansas. It's a, it's a pirate themed. Do you have a puffy shirt? You can I'll be in Alaska. Puffy shirt. He, I'm in Alaska. He would be the one with the I was going to do the 50 miler because if I did the 50 miler, I'd have enough points for the uh, CCC. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not here. Not here. So I was kind of pissed off about that. But. Hey, something that's not sold out. Uh, moving on to a local events. Yeah. yeah. Something that's not sold out yet, and if people want to do a, a really good race, it's at Mohican, and, and it goes goes to, goes to a good cause. Fuzzy. Fuzzy, Fuzzy Fandango. Fandango. That was my first 50K. I actually just signed up for the 25K. That's nice. in November? So, so Yes. So on the note of what I got to do is that it's kind of challenging. So me and a couple of guys it's have— It's the same day as Bill's Badass. Yes, it is, yeah. So me and a couple of guys have decided to uh, rent rooms Friday night and Saturday night, and we're going to run the 25K. But the reason we're going to run a 25K is the only knock, so to say, on Fuzzy is the finish it's line. The finish line the environment's not that great. So we're going to change that this year. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Me and a couple, bringing your own finish line oh, environment. Boy. We're, getting, we're getting lit, that motherfucker. <laughs> so we're going to run a 25K, get done, and then commence to pounding tall boys 
Uh, and just make that fucking finish line as fucking nuts as possible for all the Russian 25k finishers. It's going to be so nuts, you're just going to be like... <laughs> just I don't know, passed out. I know, it's low-key. It's low-key. Yeah, I know the two who, guys... Who's doing with, with you? Cheesy? It's yeah. private oh, property. If Cheesy Nuts is doing it with you. Party there, no, they, they, they have, just don't get after it. It's just... Yeah, it's, yeah, I think yeah. it's just the people that it when is. When I did it, they had beer and vegan chili. Yeah. But it's I mean, a they bunch of... It's a very small race. It's just low-key. So it's just... I've done it once. I've done it once. I don't remember it. I just... So they don't have they don't have people like so it's me it's, and, and 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 two firefighters. Oh, those two. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not forget the PR. You know. Well, yeah. we're gonna try to bring some of the forget the PR love Uh-oh. and kind yeah. of like and, some and possum love. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're gonna possum. That now. shit's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Forget the PR is possum yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's a, a local thing to check out. We'll have that in the show notes as well. But you can reach out to us on social media, run beer and BS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us your beer recommendations, topic ideas. Tell us about what's going on in your life. You can also email us at podcast at running beer and Jessica, plug your shit one more time where they can find your stuff. Um, I have a website. It's uh, sugarstride.com, and all the links to the film festival and the podcast and the running group are all on that website. I have a Facebook page, too. That's probably the best place. You can check out Sugar Stride on Facebook or just check me out on Facebook, Jessica Curson. Well, not like that, oh. but, you know. Like. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got weird. Yeah, and then but, I'm going to post the link to some of uh, Travis's videos and stuff like that because Travis has some pretty cool, pretty cool videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the link, so you're on That's right. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll just start searching. Well, it, it's YouTube.com slash C-U-X. That runner guy with the tattoos. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Com. yeah. Uh, but I will have you, Ray, on there and the Wonderland Trail in a month. Yeah, yeah so we'll put, his, we'll put the link to that in the show notes so you can check that out. Make sure you subscribe to his channel so you can check out all the shit that's happening there. Um, if you do like the podcast, podcast you're not subscribed consider subscribing we'd love to have you we're on apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform we also have a tip jar if you want to give us some money that's cool if not continue to listen for free uh i mean or we'll just keep drinking beer out of our own pockets (laughs) that's fine too yeah that's really what it is it's like hey can you give us money because we just need to drink more um but i think that's everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that's everything we got john you got anything else for i got nothing all right you guys have a great week peace Peace.